again, it's the healthy nutrition. That's like second nature. And like Steph said, it's now we're finding fun things to do, looking at different proteins, looking at different vegetables, and how can we prepare them and adding in different things and trying out making pretty plates like Diane does. Yeah. <laughs> Hey there, my friend, it's Dr. A, and I want to welcome you back to another amazing episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. And today's episode is truly special because we are kicking off a brand new type of podcast that we have never done before, but I've been wanting to do for so long. We're calling these Fit Mother Member Takeovers or Fit Mother Member Chats. And what we're doing is we're actually bringing members from our Fit Mother community on to have group roundtable discussions on all the important topics. And to kick this off, I am so happy to introduce and welcome some of our very best Fit Mother veterans. We have Diane O'Brien, Steph Plasier, and Megan Parr. These ladies have been with us for years. They've been working this Fit Mother program and this lifestyle. They all have their individual podcast episodes you can look up as well, which are amazing. But today we get their collective wisdom. We get to hear about what it's been like in their early phases and many years down the line as they're still working this lifestyle and evolving themselves as women and as members of our community. So I'm so grateful for this particular group of ladies and all the amazing stuff that they share about what it takes to really succeed with this program long term. And I also want to say that this is the inaugural kickoff of these types of uh, conversations. So if you would like to be on the podcast with any friends from the Fit Mother community, if you have topics that you'd like to talk about, just message our team and we'll absolutely organize a discussion like this. I'd love to do these so frequently because this is just an opportunity to celebrate all the collective wisdom inside our Fit Mother Project family and our sisterhood. And it's really nice for me to be able to sit back and just smile at all the amazingness that comes out of these types of conversations. I'm just so proud of our community and particularly these ladies. So without further ado, let's get into our first Fit Mother member chats. I know you're going to enjoy this episode and let's turn it over to Coach Amy and the ladies. Hi, I'm Amy and an accountability coach at the Fit Mother Project. And today I am joined by three of our veteran members. And we're going to have a discussion today about sustainability. We all have our own unique story for weight loss, which you can hear on the Fit Mother podcast. Today we are going to talk about how we've turned those principles we learned into the program in phases one through four, and how we apply them to our lives now. I'm going to have each of the ladies introduce themselves briefly. So ladies, why don't you take it from there? Hey, everyone. My name is Steph. Uh, you may have heard my podcast. I'm actually the Canadian of the group. Uh, I'm up here in Manitoba, Canada, and I'm 38 years old. I am in my fourth year of the program, and I actually started it at 35, all while raising two kids and maintaining my career and an active lifestyle. Diane, over to you. Hi, everybody. I'm Diane. I'm from Brentwood, California. I'm 63, soon to be 64, and I'm coming up on my fourth year anniversary uh, on June 1st. So I'm uh, empty nester. Our daughter's an adult. And we have four beautiful grandchildren. They all live here. And I run my own business, all the while still following the program. Megan? 
Hi, my name is Megan. I turn 40 in three weeks. Um, I live in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I have four children. And uh, I have one, they're mostly teenagers now, one's graduating this year. So um, we've got a lot going on. We're a busy household, uh, and I've managed to make FMP my lifestyle. Thanks, ladies. I really appreciate it. And I should, I guess, say, you know, yes, I'm Amy. I'm going to be 52. And I've been with the program for four and a half years and, yeah, maintained my weight loss like all of us have for, you know, well, for me, three and a half years. So right now, I want each of the ladies that we can all share three things that we've learned from Fit mother principles and you know everything that we that are now part of our life. That I mean, come on, ladies, we've we've been doing this now. So, Steph, why don't you share? You know, tell us what's what what are you what are you doing that's now just comes natural to you and to help you maintain. Sure. Okay. So that's a loaded question because there's way more than three things that I could possibly bring up, but I think. The thing that kicked the entire program and the mindset off was learning to love myself and learning to remind myself that I'm worth it. And that is that simple mission statement that you start off with the entire program that builds the psychology around, oh my gosh, I have a reason. I have a purpose. I'm going to do this. And so honestly, rewriting mission statements year after year, you know, you get into a rut, you go back and you reprint those whole like initial workbook documents. There's a whole psychology behind it that helps you remind yourself that you're worth it. So that is actually something that I do regularly. I have a question. Yeah. With your mission statement, how many times have you rewritten it and how many times? I would say I have rewritten it three times at this point. Okay. What about you, Diane? Okay. Megan? Okay. <laughs> have, have you ever gone back and read the first one that you did? I do because I remind myself, because the reason I go back and I rewrite it is because I find myself in a hard spot. And that's where the psychology comes in. So you sit there and you go, this is my worst day. Hang on. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go read this. This was actually my worst day. And you see how far you've come. And you look at yourself from way back in the beginning and you realize that you were in survival mode. And you are no longer in survival mode because you did it, you made it through. And then the psychology changes and you need to take yourself out of that survival mode and learn to live again. And that is a constant battle that I am re rejigging, for lack of a better way to say it. And it's, it's learning to work through it. It's understanding, you know what? Maybe today's a bit of a body dysmorphia day. What do I need to do to get past that? Or this is okay. I am making active, positive decisions and this is okay as well. So it's, it's an ebb and flow. And I think that actually leads into the whole life wheel concept that phase four brings you and the constantly reflecting on the questions, right? And, and so that's probably something else that I do regularly. I look through those questions. I say, am I satisfied with the way I'm answering them? Or am I going, oh, I think I should do this or I should do that. And then you kind of recalibrate. And that's a sign to say, okay, am I at the right spot in this phase of my life now? So that that's another thing that I do constantly is I mean, it is a form of self-validation, but it is what we need. We all got into a scenario where we needed validation and 
commitment to prove that it was okay to do what we needed to do. And so that cycle is going to continue because that is inherently who we are as part of this process. So it is a journey. It is a lifestyle. And going through an extreme weight loss, like what we've all done, requires major mental strength because I'm serious when I say it was a survival mode. You know, the first two years of that were survival. I need to lose the weight. I need to lose the weight. I want to survive. I want to continue. And then you kind of get into this like weird, you know, minutia stage where you're like, hang on, I'm surviving. I've got this. Well, I obviously need to do more, which no, you don't. You don't need to do more. So then you have to kind of deal with that process as well. So it's constantly remembering to prioritize yourself and your mental state because it's going to get messed up. And that's what happens. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I think we all do this checks and balances, you know? It is. It's a matter of remembering to take the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, not at all. Not at all. And then I think when I talk about having to identify a third thing, I think the lifestyle in general, it just becomes an all encompassing third piece, right? Like you wake up, you drink your water every morning. That's just habit. That's just what you do because you don't know how to live without doing that. Or you realize really quickly when you don't have it in the morning, how crappy you feel for the rest of the day. Um, the concept of the perfect plate isn't something you have to think about anymore. This is just your meals now. Um, meal planning isn't meal planning. It's These are our choices because your whole pantry just is those choices. So it really becomes easy. And that that goes back to the psychological piece I'm talking about is that you realize that you don't have to try anymore. It just is. And that's huge. That's that's terrifying because you've struggled for so long to just figure it out and to try to get there. So the day that you kind of settle into this moment where you're like, okay, I did it. I'm there. This is my life. It's, it's terrifying and it's incredibly empowering. And I, I rewrote stuff that day because I needed to. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Okay, who's gonna go next? I mean, you know, I'll go, but I don't think I could talk. No, this is how it is. I just said it, so we're done. That's covered it. That was that was so beautiful because it really encompassed the journey we've gone through and summed it up very nicely. Um, and I'm, I echo everything she just said. And like the whole, it's habit. I don't even think about it. And I don't, I go through the grocery store and it's, I'm, I'm not even a robot. It just, I naturally migrate towards what I know is the, the best thing for me. I, you know, we still don't have snacks in the house that, I mean, we have snacks, but not snacks. You know, um, everything's healthy. Everything's calculated. Everything's thought out but it, without being thought out or calculated. It's just natural now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's made made it easy in the beginning. Yeah, it felt a little like intimidating and scary. Oh, okay, it was a lot scary, a lot scary, and um, and it just seemed like a mountain too great to climb. But the the greatest, one of the greatest takeaways that is the foundation is the nutrition. That is my biggest takeaway is the nutrition. I talk about it constantly. I think about it constantly. I share about it constantly. I talk to my grandson on the way home about it. And um, we discussed 
the very difference between processed foods and, and whole foods. And he was like, oh, I don't even know what gluten is, Nani. And <laughs> okay, Google it. <laughs> All right. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. I got a podcast. Get out of here. But um, it made working easier. Um, I, again, it's, I can't even define one specific habit because there's, there's just so many. And as Steph said, it's just, it doesn't even require effort anymore. It just occurs daily. You've really done well with me. I mean, I'm like in awe. You're an inspiration for me for the nutrition part because the preps that you do and your meals that you have laid out and you've been, I mean, everybody is like, okay, if we want to know about how to prep a meal, Diane's the woman that you have to reach out to. I mean, that's throughout my journey. It was like, wow, look at what she's making, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, you've really... You have really encompassed that nutrition part wholeheartedly. We love the kitchen. I mean, we it it all starts with what we're eating. We've we've been saying this since jump eighty percent. You know, our eighty twenty split nutrition um, exercise, and it really comes down to if you're not happy with, with what you're eating, then you're not going to stick with it. So it's got to look pretty as well as taste pretty. So I like my food pretty. Okay, so so you've shared the nutrition and anything else that you think that has helped you from beginning to, to keeping you going? The accountability group. The accountability group was huge for me. It was a great way to um, express myself with a very raw side of me that... Um, that I keep, uh, I try to keep private. And because I own a business that's in the event industry, I'm a very public person. And, but there's my, my business persona that I put out there. That's my representative. And then there's me, the person that comes home, the person that does this program, that person needed somebody to talk to because I, I just would never share that on my on my social media um for anybody to consume it was just such a private journey for me and um so having that that camaraderie and that friendship and that kinship hence how this group is born um we all had that in common and we were there for each other and we all had the same struggles and and there was no judgment there was no um embarrassment and because um, we, I think we all can agree, our, our beginning pictures, you know, made us cringe. They still it, <laughs> you know, Well, they don't make me cringe anymore because I look at them and I giggle. I, I just makes me giggle to no end. I, I, look, hey, look. I can't look. I mean, anybody else? I can't look at. I, I look at it and I go, oh, you know, okay, that too. But and then I. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't know if anybody else. I don't recognize myself. I'm like, like I seriously, I look at those pictures and I go, I let myself get that way. Mm-hmm. We did, you know. And, and then I, I wasn't like unhappy, but I let myself get. You know, now I'm happier 
but I like, wow, you know, it, it just was, it's just, I, I want to comment on that because it's actually a very positive, strong comment. So nobody ever lets themselves get that way. Right. Let's, let's be that straight. Like I, I'm going to be kind to yourself, Amy, but <laughs> nobody, nobody ever intentionally gets that way. We just lose ourselves along the way. And I think that's probably a better statement to say, or things happen, life happens, and this is where we end up. So the reality of it is, is we were there and that is who we are, right? We should own it very, very strongly. And here's where we are now, right? And it took survival instincts and self-preservation and self-love to get there. So we love both of ourselves. Let's talk about it. And, you know, when you said life happens, that's a famous thing that I always, you know, life happens. It's going to get in the way. And, you know, it's how we um, manage those life happens. Diane, you have had many life happens in your journey, but never let them, you know, derail you, which is awe-inspiring. The last one almost did. The, well, the last was um, mentally the most difficult to get over. Um, but yeah, those other two, holy moly. Yeah, but, but we live and learn and we take those fundamentals. So, yeah. And I really attribute um, having been at, well, at goal when each of those events occurred and how strong I was and how um, lean I was really attributed um, to a very, very quick recovery. And um, my, my last doctor um, who tried to kill me with a liquid diet of sodium and carbs um, found out very quickly that that's really awful because I said, why would you put me on this diet of salt, liquid salt and, um, and crackers, carbs, nothing, or no, I couldn't even have the, I could have like crackers if they were mushed up in my liquid awfulness. And, um, I said, I'm not getting any protein. I had, <laughs> and by virtue of the situation at a 65 hour fast and I was starving by the time they I was able to put food in my mouth yeah, yeah. and I made a fit mother protein shake after lobbying my reasoning to him that it's still liquid but it's got probiotic it's it's got protein for the love of God it had protein in it let me have that and and I was having all these issues still post-surgery. And the minute I had half that shake, everything started working like that. I called my doctor back. I said, yeah, guess who finally did? <laughs> right here. Sometimes just, you know, keeps her... I, but I made an argument. I said, what dietitian came up with this as a genius idea for, you know, having 12 inches of your intestines cut out, you know? Yeah. I mean, 
give us some protein. And I'm telling you, I felt like a million bucks after that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, thank you, Megan. All right. I'm last, which means so much has already been said. Um, Honestly, like I really can pinpoint like I 100% what the ladies have already said. Like I can relate to all of that. And, um, but I get, if I could like really pinpoint a couple of things that I definitely, they are in my life regularly, there would be definitely the hydration that just, I can't go without it. (laughs) It's amazing what a difference that makes and how much, um, automatic that is for me. Um, and then I'd say, I actually, I love listening to the podcast and I love the Facebook accountability group. I know we talked a little bit about that, but I find that I, 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 I like the constant motivation and education and learning and, and helping others too along the way, like, like being there to share things with people. Um, it, it's sort of a full circle moment. Um, it comes back and it just kind of really sustains like what we're doing. Um, and then the, the perfect place, like, I love that you guys mentioned that it's so automatic. And I was thinking while you were talking, I was like, that's, it's so true. It is not even really, it doesn't take a lot of effort. It's not much of a thought because you kind of know what you like. And now you can kind of play around with how you're putting it together a little more. Like we were pretty, we were really strict and really um, very focused during my husband and I, during the initial year, it's been, I'm in year four now also. Um, But it's kind of fun to be able to play around a little and um, maybe try a different dressing, like in a different way. I don't know, or different combinations that I feel a little more comfortable with with doing more of my own thing together, you know? Um, but we still, we often, especially if we feel like we need to like tighten back up again, we always go back to, you know, the turkey avocado sandwich or the, you know, the breakfast shake. And like, like you go back to these basics um, that I actually really love. And so it's kind of great to continue incorporating those into our lives. So that's just a couple of things, but I mean, I'm always, I feel like I'm always thinking about my life balance, which we were taught also thinking about your sleep and just being really aware, being aware and making conscious choices. Um, that's something that I got from the program that, that I continue. Finley. To her thoughts, her thoughts. <laughs> Daddy just got home, so she's pretty excited. Megan, you had a really great comment there. I want to ask you more about that because something so simple as on the program, we're taught, you know, your dressings, you know, balsamic vinegar and olive oil for your salads. That's all you need. You know, Ben made his famous pickle and everything bagel salad, and that took off like lightning. So that's what we all still do because of Ben. So thanks, Ben. But then we, we go on to it a little bit further and then you're, you're experimenting with recipes and there's more choices. And so 
something that I've learned is like the world is full of color in terms of healthy choices that you didn't realize existed. You know, you can add everything bagel spice to your balsamic dressing, or you can do this or you can do that. So how do you find that when you're experimenting with recipes while also feeding four children? Yeah. You guys with the young kids. Yes. So I was just talking to my husband this morning that I feel like one of my major victories, it's taken three years, but my kids don't even really ask for the sour cream anymore. And I was like, (laughs) and they don't, they don't complain as much about things. They just sit down and eat it. We still do a lot of buildable meals. Like I still like, I just like to offer choices, especially when, you know, you're wanting them to change (laughs) and you're wanting your kids to change. It's really nice to offer them lots of choices. So I have done a lot of exploring with recipes and I just put it together and I put it out there. And if somebody wants to try it, they can. And if they don't, they don't have to. Um, But, but my husband, I love it. And I'm really into chopped salads right now. And I just, I found that like we even went on a cruise and there's a plethora of choices of food. And I found myself still being drawn to the same thing that I would eat at home. And I was so glad that they even offered those options. And I found that like, if I have a beet some beets and a little goat cheese on my salad, I don't even need dressing. Like it gets, it's delicious. If you have enough yummy things and textures in your salad or what you don't even need for me, it's I could add the dill pickle and the half avocado. And I'm like, I don't need salad dressing because it, like you guys have said, the colors, all the other vegetables, everything just, it's like the flavor is there. Why do you need anything more? So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's a great call. For, I'm sorry, Megan, I don't mean to interrupt you. It's a great call out to the program though as well, because we talk about our go-to foods. When you're first starting out, it is terrifying. And you don't know what you're looking at, but the material is so clearly laid out that you've got your go-tos. And so we fit all into that perfect box once you read the material and then decide to get started, right? And so we talk about the avocado, the healthy fats. And I think that's what I was trying to capitalize on when Megan was talking about expanding the choices because that's the growth that I see saw in myself, the beyond the survival phase. Oh, I understand food better now. I have a better relationship with it. I understand that it's okay to have this and I'm not going to gain 10 pounds from having this. And I think that's the growth mindset that has to grow with you once you get to your goal. Okay. So now here's a good question for all three of you because who has had like a nice big cheeseburger or something off plan? (laughs) Where we all of it? Uh, what's the game? Um, never have I ever, since I've started this plan, had a piece of chocolate cake. I, I, I have. I mean, oh, we raise our hand if we yep. have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's the mindset. But we had to get through that. I think for me, for my first 30 days, it was like, oh, I can't touch anything, you know, because I was really by the plan. This is the plan. I think you need to. I think you have to go that specific in the beginning. And I want to say I didn't veer for at least six months because I needed to to breathe again. And so, and I didn't drink for six months because I had all of these things that identified that, yeah, Diane, you were in the same boat, right? 
you don't drink. You just, you stay in this because you're in survival because you wrote that silly mission statement that had you sobbing that you go, I need to survive. (laughs) Well, I really, I, I did it a lot because I really wanted the prize. Yeah. And I saw the weight coming off and how that fueled me and how that fueled me emotionally and psychologically. It, it was it was like my nectar, and I wanted that more than I wanted anything. So I was very strict, um, all the way up to goal. Yeah, yeah. See, for me, you know, also seeing the weight come off like you, Diane. But also, I mean, maybe this is silly, but you know, then all of a sudden the clothes that I had that I was wearing that were like too, they started falling off. Like I pull the pants straight down and be like. I guess I need to go shopping, you know, <laughs> for me, it was, that was also a big drive for me because I was like, sexually is working. You know, I've tried all different programs, never did anything really work that stuck to it than this program, you know, for me. So I agreed. And then let's go back to the social media sites for a second there too, because those are key. Cause every time I do a deadlift, I think of Megan because Megan and that darn trap bar picture that she posted, I think of it every single time because guess what? We had to go buy a trap bar after that. So thank you. So yeah. <laughs> but that's right. That's I think important. And I think for any, for any ladies new to this, that, that social media group is half of the battle. Go on there. Don't be afraid to put it all out there everybody's in the same journey. The four of us are all here because we supported each other and we found each other through it, right? You're going to find your niche. There's always going to be little, little groups of women that connect together. And you're, you know what? Not everybody's going to like you and you're not going to like everybody, but that's okay because you're going to find your niche and you need other women. We have our husbands, we have our support groups, but we need, we have our real life support groups, but this is a different journey. And Diane alluded to that because this is our private life that everybody else is going through. And then you've got your public life and they're way different. And because this private life is all here. So did you find, um, then speaking of social media group a, and then the fact that this is an all online program, did you guys ever feel that this was very difficult? I mean, I never did because I, I'm just a very independent person. Diane, you know, it, it took me, what was it? Six, seven months before I even posted my before picture. So yeah, I didn't have a problem doing that, but did anybody else, because this was online and you know, you're on your own, you know, did you feel like, Oh, I missed those workouts. You know, like what is it? Tybo or whatever, you know, whatever you. Oh yeah. Did you guys miss any of that? Or were you like happy with? Yeah. And you guys are still doing that now. Correct. I mean, here we are. Okay. So now let's take this next step further and here we are at our goal. And what are we doing now? What are you guys all doing? I mean, you know, I can tell you, I'm still go back to the legacy. I bump in, in, I do some of the men's with my husband because he, you know, so we bounce around and, but we still go back to the legacy. We even have taken and tried to, we've created some of our own based on the stuff, but that's how we keep it fun and motivating for us. Well, I'd be interested to hear what you guys, how you guys are doing it. Megan, you're going first this time. Okay, good. I'm glad you brought up the the movement because that was one thing I forgot I was going to say that I 
that's one of those staples that those habits that we continue to do. And that's just daily movement. And I've found that for me, um, I, every now and then I will go back to a legacy workout, but for the most part, I hate them. (laughs) I love them. Okay. I love them. They're all in case anyone can't see what we're doing. They're all laughing with me. Um, it's not that I didn't, it's, I, I like them as a challenge, but they're not something, MRTs are just not my favorite things. I love weightlifting. Like, I love, 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 yeah. I love weightlifting. Yeah. So like, but the MRTs, it is fun to go back and do one for a month and, and, and shock yourself and shock your system again and see that progress. So I'm not saying they're terrible. They're actually very smart. Workout, but for me, I need change, and I want—I just—I needed my, the movement to be something that is going to be sustainable for me. So I've—I um, do a lot more weightlifting, and right now I'm in—we've had a really—I had a very emotionally difficult year. Uh, we had a lot of tragedy happen. And, and then on top of that, a lot of changes within my family where I moved my daughter to homeschool, my junior, and I have a senior getting ready to go off on top of a lot of um, friends passing. And so it was very rough. And I'm kind of at this point of, and this is something, this is probably the most valuable thing I got from Fit Mother Project is to um, give yourself grace and to evaluate and to find balance and to identify what you need and then go get it and, and, and continue to challenge yourself within that. So sometimes it's a physical challenge. Sometimes like right now, my focus is more is an emotional challenge um, right now. So like this month I've committed to just a 30 day yoga program because I need it. And then continue walking and and throwing some other things in. But I I I really need it. And if 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 my nutrition and my sleep and my stress is going to be where it needs to be, like my brain and my emotions and my spirit need to be where they need to be right now. And so that that is taking a big part of my focus. So I, I really like to play around with different exercise based varied on based on you know what my needs are um but it has to continue to challenge you yeah but you've still maintained in the sense that you're still keeping up with the nutrition which is the biggest part i think stephanie yeah. so diane you know 80 percent. so we all know that you know it's my well, so. and i think i think megan's touching on a really powerful point there movement is key right nutrition is second nature now but just never stopping moving and the fit mother program sets you up with all the fundamentals you didn't know you needed and then you carry yourself right and yeah megan those mrts i'm I'm not gonna lie i'm with you year four of that apex and i still the very first month i did it i was like yeah i did it all the way up to ladder 10 the next day i couldn't move but i did it but but then you come into year four and you're like, okay, I I have been bad. I need to reset. Let's do a month of apex. And then you go, 
okay, I'll be a good kid now. Like, I'm so sorry, Bonnie. Let's go back. <laughs> like, I wake up and go, right. Apex today. Dang it. Right. I do. So I think Megan, Megan's got it because I am as same as you. I strength train now because that is life because it is so powerful. But if I need to reset my mental state, I go back and I do an MRT to remind myself, I don't ever want to go back there again. And it's a really good reminder that you can do hard things. Yes. I, I think that's the other thing that happens in that is I go, I am amazing. Yeah. And, and this really isn't the hardest thing we've ever done because we're all moms. So mm-hmm. can I just say like, you know, but it, for me, it's empowering to know that I can do that. And even with the strength training, you know, yep. I can lift that much weight, you know? Wow. I mean, you know, Steph, I'm still waiting for a membership to your gym, but... <laughs> You know, it's like, it's what's like incredible to me. Yes, I still have those mornings that I wake up and it's like, what we're doing today, you know? And, but when I get through it, it's like that feeling again of, you know, from the back, here I go off, you know, I'm ready to take. I keep talking. I'm so sorry, Diana. You haven't had much of a chance to talk, but Amy said something else again that's really important. So you said, oh, great. What am I going to do today? And I think that's something that's fundamental to all of us. We plan still to this day, mm-hmm. our next day, right? Every day I wake up, my workout clothes are in a pile in front of me and my squat rack is set up with what I need. If it's a squat day, for example, right? And everything is laid out. So there is no excuses in front of me. And that has been consistent over four years. Every night I come downstairs, I make sure that my my tracking sheet is updated with my numbers from the previous day. And I make sure that everything is all set up. You know, you're practicing your form. Like it takes 10 minutes. It's all it is, is 10 minutes, right? I'm down to the point now where my youngest, I'm teaching him to count by fives while he's, you know, putting the plates on the, the, the bar for me. <laughs> you know, simple yeah, things like that. Family into this lifestyle. That's the way to go. Math work. <laughs> right? Well, it's, it's, that's the thing though. It's a lifestyle now, right? Because the kids just see it. We don't talk about it. We don't force it on them. They just see it. No. Right. And so if we wake up early, we work out in the morning. When we started out, we worked out at night, but then we quickly realized that the nighttime workout wasn't sustainable, but we wanted to survive. So we chose to change. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so my kids, if they wake up early and I'm in the middle of like a barbell press, they'll walk down and they're like, Oh, they'll look at my sheet. They'll see you know, how many reps I have to do. And they'll just ask, what rep are you on? And I'll say like, I'm on five and they'll count me through to eight, you know, because they're just excited about those kind of things. But that's, that's what happens. We never push it, but it is just there. It's constant and it's life now. It's become part of the fabric now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. And I want to say, you know, Megan, you know, I never shared my three that are, that I still do, but they're just like, we've all said, water intake. That's just, that's just second nature. That's just, you wake up, I crave it in the morning. I wake up and it's like, and Megan, like you, it was movement for me. Get up and move. You know, there are, I've, um, you know, done incorporating the yoga and I'm incorporating walking. I mean, nice long walks because you know what, that's just as good. And there are months where, or weeks 
or a day where I'm like, you know, I'm just not even feeling like a run or not feeling like a lifting, but you know, I'm going to get out for a good, good, you know, hour walk and put in some nice meditation music and the earphones and just kind of get lost in my thoughts. Because for me, phase four now, it's all about how I'm balancing my life, how I'm making it where I need to be making this is part that life wheel. Where do I need to make sure that my spirituality, I need to make sure I'm back there. It's got to get up there. You know, I'm in a new phase. I newly empty nester, you know, my, I don't have practices to go to anymore. I don't have things to do go, you know, so it's, it's also getting rekindling, you know, my husband and I, you know, it's like, it's so it's um yeah and then my last one is again it's the healthy nutrition that's like second nature and like steph said it's now we're finding fun things to do looking at different proteins looking at different vegetables and how can we prepare them and adding in different things and trying out making pretty plates like diane does yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's i mean i hate to say the word, but it's like easy. Do, do you feel that way? Yes. No, it is. I, it... I do. Um, and I I like that, the fact that it's become such second nature that we've eased into these, you know, just being us. And um, like when we do need a reset and have to visit the MRTs for a month. And the uh, Apex is a, a formidable a uh, little villain that we just came a month off of doing. So um, I'm looking forward to something else. But I did put together um, a really fun uh, strength routine I've been doing for the last, I don't know, probably about a month. And uh, I, I track just like Steph does. So, but I'm so happy my gym is open that I, I want to go there. And um, we, we, I haven't hardly touched the home gym at all because I just love going to the gym. And so when we when we're there, I've been working on this new routine I put together. Um, I've added a few extra um, exercise into it, a little more glute work. But um, in any event, I've been tracking my progress. And when I I did it Monday, I was like. I'm going to bump my weights again. Again, this is the fourth time. Yeah, I'm going up again. And he's like, okay. So he goes over to do some chest presses and he's like, did you have this on 70? And I was like, yeah, I've done you. <laughs> and I'm right over there in my book writing it down. So... But I was so excited. I was more excited about being able to jump up on weights because I'm actually doing eight different movements in this one routine. And uh, out of the eight, I get to jump up on five of them. And I was like, (laughs) and I've been working on those, uh, integrate back in those assisted pull-ups. They got a really, really nice one at the gym where you can offset. And so first time I tried it, ages ago had to offset by a hundred pounds and um 
I gave it a go the other day. I only had to offset by 80. And I was still able to do five. So amazing. Um, guys, that's still a goal of mine. I think I told you, Steph, it was a new year, or maybe you and Diane back. This is the year I'm going to work on my April, my pull ups. Yeah. That's still happening. It hasn't I mean, I have to keep challenging myself. So I have pull-ups, the TRX bands. Diane, I'm going to conquer the BOSU ball. You know what I mean? I'm going to, you know. I still owe you a video. Yes. (laughs) I'm still waiting. So that brings up another point. You know, here we are in phase four and we're adding in, which we were doing before, but we're adding in other, like, different things. Like, you know, I said the BOSU ball or TRX bands or what other things are, you know, Pilates. Has anybody added in Pilates? You know, no? I mean, we still have those bait. I always look at, we always go back to our comfort zone, which is the mother project and the strength workouts and doing all that, which we love. But... Mm -hmm adding in the other stuff is kind of like a bonus, you know, it's like, it is. And actually I want to jump in on that, Amy, because something just kind of popped into my mind now, because we're talking about maintenance mode and we're talking about life beyond the the survival phase. And that's what uh, I, sorry, I still keep saying that's what it is, but we all can do different workouts. We all go back to, we now are in tune with ourselves enough to know that we need a break. Megan's doing a month of yoga right now at Christmas time. I went to a month of body weight exercises because I know I needed to deload is what we call it. Right. Mm -hmm. But then we're all talking about the fitness and then we're talking about the nutrition. I want to take a second and talk about what maintenance looks like a little bit as well, because my maintenance weight is not the same weight I hit goal with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to talk about because I got down to that weight because I needed to, to survive. And then I learned to love myself again. And then I found strength training and I realized I wanted to press 300 pounds on that leg press. Guess what? I couldn't stay at 150 pounds if I wanted to do that. And so I think it's important that we take the scale. I took the scale out of the equation because I hit my goal weight and I realized that I wanted to be stronger and my weight has jumped about 20 pounds over four years, but my pant size has never changed. And I need to clarify that. That is important to note there. I just, possibly today, because, you know, it's like we all have that, it's like we all hit that goal weight, that weight that we were like, okay, I'm going to get there, you know, in our first, and we hit it and we're like, yes, I got it. But then we found what we enjoyed, you know, the strength training and stuff. And then we learned, wait a minute. I can't stay at that. I'm going, this is crazy. That was hard to take. Really hard to take. Something that Mm -hmm. I think, and it's something that I share with many of our other members, and I'm sure you guys do too. You know, you post it and share it in the the social. The scale is only a tool. And how many times did we have to keep hearing that from Ben or, you know, any of the people on the team while we were, you know, while through our journeys, Hearing them say the scale is only a tool, the scale is only a tool, and you have to like, and it's still four years in, and I'm still having to work on that mentality, and I'm still also kind of work on the fact that if I do go out, you know, to dinner or something like that, that I have to work on the. Okay, it's okay. I can have that just because I had that. It's not on plan. I'm not going to put back on all that weight 
that I took off. It's okay. Because now I know being four years in, okay, I can have a fast day afterwards to kind of reset my system or I can do low carb to balance out what I just did. You know, I mean, because we've learned how to, at Steph, like you said, we're in tune with our bodies. We learn how to know what we need, what how to adjust and how we can survive the birthday parties, the holiday parties, the work parties, whatever we have, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's a good call out there too, Amy, because for the first few years, it was like exactly what you said. Oh, can I do this? Can I do that? What's my consequence? I don't, I personally don't think like that anymore. I think, okay, here's today because tomorrow doesn't matter in terms of what's happening right now, because I know tomorrow is my life. Today is today, right? Like today, today is a great example. Today went off the rails for me. I didn't have lunch. I got home and it was all I could do to not take the tub of cottage cheese and hoover the whole thing. But I was like, nope, can't touch it. Need to cook supper because binge eating is my trigger. And so that's what I always look for, right? But so for me, yesterday wasn't on plan. And yes, I could have fasted or I could have done this or I could have done that, but it just happened. And I don't hate myself for it. And I think that's important. It's very important. We've gotten to a point where we love ourselves. You know, and we're okay with, okay, so we didn't have a good day. I'm sorry. I'm totally going to laugh because I heard myself speaking. My idea of a binge is cottage cheese right now. And so <laughs> let's talk about that. Pass <laughs> that by because I'm like, but my idea of a binge is let me binge on almonds. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, they're in the pantry. Let me just go in, open it up, you know, have a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a binge. Go and have the, you know, other stuff. But those binges used to be an entire bag of family size. Well, I have Lay's potato chips. So like Mm -hmm. a family size bag of chips, right? And and maybe, you know, two or three cans of pop soda. Uh, Sorry. And uh, (laughs) it's pop, ladies. It's pop. (laughs) But that's not it anymore. It's you come and you have your almonds, but then you chug your water because you're like, okay, I got to just make it through to make supper because I don't want that stuff anymore. I don't want the alternatives. Right. Right. I like I like that we're talking about this though because phase four was was a scary place for me for like at first because um, you don't want to mess it up, but you're not, you don't want to go back, but you're not really sure how to move forward. And so it, it's taken me some time to find just my balance and where I am happy. And it, you know, when you're on the program, you're getting down to as low as you can go. And, and I, I got to know I'm not, I'm not going to stay there for me, like for my, my life and my enjoyment, that's, I'm not staying there, but, but, but I always have, because fit mother is a lifestyle. Um, you, that's like your core, like that's your foundation that you're still always moving and building off of. And I heard somebody say the other day that like body confidence is not like after you've lost all this weight and you look, you feel like you look great and you're so happy. That's not really body confidence. Like body confidence is like learning to truly love your body <laughs> as a whole, right? Like your whole person, not just your body, but um, coming into this, place of joy that's not dependent on just the number on the scale that it's just so much more and and so that's kind of 
been my my journey the last couple of years has been learning that and and I'm still working on it like that's why I'm in yoga this month <laughs> but you know I'm still trying to learn how to do that and anyways I that's it's finding that balance and yeah. and really finding that joy I think that's something that we're always working on no matter what because mm-hmm. Depends on what is happening in our lives at that moment. You know, Steph, you said you needed a deload, you know, and, you know, um, Diane, it could be, you know, stressful at your your work, you know, during the month of February or, you know, with Valentine's, you know, mm-hmm. with Mother's Day and weddings, you know, it might be, well, I can't get in a lot of the weights, you know, because I'm so busy, you know, I mean, from, you know, for me, it's traveling or, you know, whatever I have going on, you know, training for a, a Ragnar or a race, you know, it's like, okay, well, the weights are going to be off, but I've got to balance. How can I balance in that sense? You know, and it's, it's just whatever it's balancing what we need, what our body needs at that time. I think we're more in tune. Yeah, I agree. It's our mindset, you know, it's where we definitely, I mean, I think we've learned that through our, journeys you know we've learned what what we need and and we're okay with because we know we, we finally i think gotten to a point where we're okay where we are with our weight you know i mean with our body composition you know and we know what to do if we're not it's not it doesn't really have to be this big scary thing anymore it's kind of what i'm i'm like it's not that like i know what to do I know what to do. I know it works. And and I can do it. And, we, so. and we've been through the hardest it will ever be. Yep. By, I think anybody, you know, even if you're starting out, if you're halfway through, no matter where you are in your journey, you have done the hardest part just by starting yes. and continuing. And I think that's incredibly important. And yeah, it totally shifts into keeping your mind safe yep. because your body's there. Yep. Totally. Well, ladies... I've enjoyed catching up with you guys. You know, this has been great. It's been fun, you know, because I think we have some good advice for some other people that are, you know, just joining and wanting to know how to make this work. It can work, but it's, everybody has to put it, put their, you have to put in the work, you know, it's not going to be easy. You know, we've had our ups and downs. Haven't we all, haven't we had those crying haven't we had my those? favorite my my favorite time to cry is running and it's a terrible thing because i'm a slobbery mess because <laughs> i get it out because you need to emotions exist women as women were emotional and i choose and without even knowing it you just do start letting it go and then you realize how cathartic it is just by movement your mind is healing i think that's an important piece to note there great that's a nice way to end it so <laughs> thank you thank you ladies well i just wanted to just share if if um anybody listening wants to hear the stories more about our journeys diane steph's or megan's or myself you know check our podcast out on the fit mother um youtube channel and you'll see our podcast there so with that thank you hey there my friend thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the fit mother project podcast if you love what you heard i have a favor to ask you 
please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast. 